What's up, friends? Welcome to episode number 46 of your Football Hangouts podcast. Um, this week, we are discussing the NFC North. I, along with my good buddy, Mr. Colton Beck. I hope you guys enjoy. Here we go. Interrupted court dockets before, so I have a procedure to make it so he doesn't realize it's he can't do it. You, you have a bird that bugs you all the time when you do Zoom meetings? Oh, dude, so much. I have a cockatiel that uh, <laughs> he like he'll literally get into the middle of a court dock and just start screeching. He's tried to negotiate with the state attorney. Get it's, out of here. It's the worst. That's awesome. But yeah, okay, he's cute. So, it's very fun. So it's a pet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's oh, thought... he. They're uh. They're technically a parrot. They uh. Okay. I mean, they're tiny, so like they don't really, and they don't look like a parrot, but they're technically a parrot, so it counts. Te- okay. All right. Um. Well, even if he says something, as long as he <laughs> says something constructive, I'm all good. <laughs> yes. He only has hot takes for bird teams. It's awful. For it's bird way teams. Too high. Yeah. He's way too high on uh. Cards yeah. ones. He's he's in the wrong division. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's got to go into the south for the bird teams. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we are going to be discussing the NFC North today. Uh, we have Colton Beck with us, um, and his his home team is the Detroit Lions. So I think you have done some extensive homework on your home team, I presume. Yeah, homework or torture. Is like <laughs> you can use. There's a lot of words you could use for that, right? Now. They look good though this season. They they do look good. They'll look good in about 14 days. Uh, the entire team has COVID pretty much. Uh, <laughs> like it's. No. I guess the COVID-19 test means you don't necessarily have COVID if you're put on the COVID list. But right. Stafford got put on the list like three days ago, and then since then, different Detroit Lions have been being thrown on that list like okay. every day. But right. I don't think that actually affects any of their fantasy prospects or anything like that because uh, they're obviously all very healthy and not in like any kind of high risk groups. So mm-hmm. I would expect everyone to be fully recovered uh, by the time the season kicks off. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't even have it. They're just exposed to it because one player gets it. We're we're the Marlins. We're the first Marlins, is what's going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, they they have been uh, on the news a lot lately. Oh my god. Okay, so what what we've been doing is um uh okay so before we start I want I want to um you know uh, update everybody on some news um, such as uh, Tre'Davious White. He's deciding to play. He's like the best cornerback for the Buffalo Bills right now. So their defense uh, should be good again. Um, Jarek McKinnon, uh, he's looking pretty good at uh, camp right now. He's the running back for the 49ers. So um, he was a running back that the 49ers picked up like three seasons ago. And he he injured himself um, at beginning – of the season at uh, during preseason twice so um hopefully he can make it out on the field he was the old uh running back not old but the, he was the running back for the minnesota vikings i don't know if you remember that yeah i was so yeah. 
49ers have such a committee system that I get so scared. Like, maybe you get the boom week, but I'm mm. I only like them as like a flex or a backup or a backup for a bye week if yeah. you're on the 49ers. They yeah. you can get some amazing games though. There were some amazing 49er running back games yeah. last season. I mean, you have Raheem Mostert, Kevin Coleman, oh, yeah. um, you know, Jeff Wilson was pretty good. Um, Mostert so and Coleman McKin- alone. Yeah. Those so guys did numbers. Coming into a um a very crowded backfield. But, you know, I'm I'm giving everybody the heads up. Uh maybe maybe he might be a uh secret weapon or one of those guys that might get you um some PPR points. Um anyways, we've got Henry Ruggs. Um so they're they're saying he's gonna be starting in the slot over Hunter Renfro. So his uh draft stock has probably gone up. Um uh, he's probably gonna line up with the Tyrell Williams over there. Um, Steph Diggs will be playing, uh, and Kyler Murray is saying they're saying that Kyler Murray added some muscle, uh, so he <laughs> might be a good good quarterback. Um, he's one of those running quarterbacks. He reminds me of Russell Wilson. Yeah, Kyler Murray has a huge ceiling. Okay. He's he's a scary one. He could be like yeah. a Lamar Jackson player where he's drafted really late and then he goes and wins you your entire league which will upset yeah. me greatly. He might be one of those um, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. He yeah. might have one of those seasons. You're Mahomes right. the year before, too. That's too. I always forget that, that there was a year where you could get Mahomes, like, not I in the him. third or second round. I, Good God. I had him. Yeah, I had him in – I got him in the 10th round. 10th round. He's, he, yeah. like – I think that was the record QB season that year. Like, I think uh, Lamar beat it, but I believe he had the record – QB fantasy point season. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you could be right. You could be right. Um, on that note, Marquise Brown, um, they're saying that he's packed on some muscle. Um, yep. So hopefully he'll, he'll stay on the field more. Uh, he's been working a lot with Lamar Jackson. And then Kenny Galladay, who is on the Detroit Lions, and he is now off of the COVID-19 list. Yeah. Uh, as, as is... Um, um, oh, I thought Matt Stafford was off of the list already. If he, oh, they came out with a statement that he doesn't have it. They initially Ooh, said okay. he had it, and then they announced it was a false positive, and he was only on the list for exposure. Okay. So okay. that's like how the how silly getting on the list even is, honestly, because it doesn't really – I really do think every Lion will be ready to go kick off. Awesome. Okay, so on that note, I don't, I don't know if you've been listening to the, our oh, other I have. podcast. Okay, so you know, you know what we've been doing. We'll go from the bottom. And, and this is a pretty tough division. So um, I think um, my, my chart and your chart might be a little bit different. But since you are the guest, Fulton, who do you think is coming in fourth or last? It might not be that different because I I am a realist and it's Detroit. It's definitely Detroit is going to come in last unless Stafford goes off, which could happen. It's happened once or twice for the Lions, but um, they they just they they're missing so much. Uh, The only silver lining with them is I think fantasy wise they have a fine offense fantasy they're running back uh-huh. which i i'll get to their backs and everything but just right. starting like 
non-fantasy perspective what's going on with right. the Lions. We lose Slay, who's like our – he's our cornerback who was the closest thing we had to a real defensive playmaker. Uh, and yes, we let him go just – Yep, Went so to the good. Philadelphia Eagles. And he talked about a backfield that need. I talked about a uh, secondary that needed it. Um, right. Their secondary was so weak last year. He's gonna. He's a really good pickup for him. Uh, but Detroit just didn't have the money, or I believe that's what it was. They just couldn't. They couldn't pay him. Uh, mm-hmm. So our defense, I think, when I'm looking at it, has gotten worse, and our offense will be infinitely better because Stafford will be healthy. But we're still – I don't – we're not scary. I don't even think we're the best off. I, I think we're the second or third best offense in the division, and we're the worst defense by far. So okay. you put those two numbers together, and even if you're, mm-hmm. like, the second best offense uh, and the fourth defense, how, how on earth are you going to be anything but last in that division? You okay. Know? Well, I mean, um, Darius Slade did get replaced by Jeff Okuda from uh, – uh, uh, he's the, he was the number three pick. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He was good, so too. They, that was a yeah, smart so, pick. Yeah, they went for, for younger in this in – this, um, at that position right now. Um, I feel like corners always take, a, like, at least a year or two, though. I don't – I feel like you never have the cor- – maybe not, though. I'm trying to think of, like, Daryl Revis's first year and stuff like that. Like, were oh, they yeah. actually good first year? Jamal Adams, yeah. I'm, like, such a – when it comes to uh, NCAA, I'm like only a Gator fan, so all I can think of are like Gator corners. Lot of, and they, yeah, there's a lot of Gators that there are. Yeah, there, there are. are. I don't know why we're so good at that position, um, <laughs> yeah. but they always seem to take a little while before they really pop. So I, I don't have high hopes for the defense. I do think we have a good coach. A lot of Lions fans are have already turned on him, well, and they're done. Okay, uh, you're talking about Matt Patricia. This is going to yeah. be his third year. Uh, Mr. Bearded and Pencil. Yeah, some key acquisitions you guys made. So uh, DeAndre Swift was drafted in the second round, um, a Georgia Bulldog. Um, They produce a lot of of good running backs. Um, He's one of those Todd Gurley type of backs. Um, He follows like Nick Chubb and all those great Georgia backs. Swift Um, looks... If we do, we want to talk about Swift right now. I'm ready. If we do, we want to hop into Swift. We can. Uh, Swift looks fantastic on film. I completely agree with that. But here's now here's my issue. And I was like a carry on truther for mm-hmm. multiple years. And because carry on looks great on film. Uh, Patricia has, even though he's not running the offense, so maybe it, maybe it uh, isn't him making this call, but he has taken the Patriots running back committee approach completely. Running by running back by committee. Yeah, a lot of teams are doing that now. I it's a smart move for your team in a lot of ways, but it's awful for fantasy. And I think Swift looks great, but I would be really hesitant to draft him. I don't know until like at least the seventh or eighth round. It, like yeah, around there is when I'd start looking at him. And it's entirely possible that him and Carry On put up. Uh, just kind of really middle of the road running back by committee numbers, like a, a white Michelle scenario or something, you know? Right. But I mean, that would be great uh, if DeAndre, because you bring up a white Michelle scenario, yeah. because in that role, carry on Johnson would be the uh, Michelle role. 
while yeah. um, he perennially disappoints. He goes on my roster. PPR. It might be a good PPR monster uh, and yeah. take that James White role. Swift, I think that's where Swift could be. I think he could be a good flex for people, a good third RB3. I do not right. think, I think there's some people looking at him and they're like, he's going to be an RB2. He has so much, he's going to be a Josh Jacobs. Uh, but this year, I, just, I don't, the Detroit Lions refuse to hand the ball to one running back, even if that running back is obviously better than the rest of the roster. And that was carry mm-hmm. on Johnson at the beginning of last season. You, every time he touched the ball, you were like, this guy is so much better than everyone else. And then they would pick up, they would give it to literally anyone. Just not yeah, but he got hurt in the middle of the uh, season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It really ended yeah. up. It really ended up tanking his numbers. He would have had an okay season. He would have had like a a white uh, style season last year if it wasn't for that injury. He was good before it. Um, but yeah, carry on. He, he I do think decent. you take you take carry on after Swift only because they they chose they use such a high draft pick on Swift. They obviously plan on putting him in. Uh, I still think. Carry on has a lot of uh, a, a lot of talent. Upside. There's just on that on that team. The only way the only thing you should be considering carry on for is like a bye week flex at this point, or you're taking them thinking maybe he goes off. And I'll admit, like the running the running back class this year is pretty weak. So I, I get taking a lot of people who might go off. He's like right. Philip Lindsay. Carry on feel, feels a lot like Philip Lindsay to me. Oh, I like that co- comparison. They get yeah. they get the yards, but they don't really get those uh, big games and consistent consistent back to back to back games. Yeah, right. Yeah, you well, see some uh, talent ha- too. Yeah. Um, well, we do have uh, both Scarborough also in the uh, third, and then you have Ty Johnson, and they also dra- drafted Jason Huntley. So that backfield again is going to be uh, very crowded. Um, That's the so- issue. That's the yeah, issue. It's so. so crowded. That's where I have my issues with Swift. I'm like, I don't – it's so crowded. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, unlike uh, the wide receiver positions where you got Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, oh. and then uh, Danny Amendola, and they, they just picked up uh, Geronimo Allison from the Packers. Oh, Geronimo's out. He, he opted out. He just opted Oh, did he out. opt out? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and today yeah. was – today, uh, as of 4, 4 p.m. Eastern today, I, I believe um, – any NFL player that wanted to opt out. Uh, no more opt-outs. Right. Too late. And drug testing starts Friday. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> oh. um, okay. Yeah, the, the wideouts are actually – the wideouts and the quarterback – Detroit has some real fantasy potential. And you'll, like, you'll see that in the Lions fan because I'm going to spend way too much time talking about Detroit's offense compared to the other three. Um, okay. But – the first off Galladay is he's, he's a bona fide wide receiver one. Um, I, I have him in like my second tier of wide receivers and the only wide receiver in my first tier is Michael Thomas. So I'm, I think Galladay is probably a second, a great second round pickup is where he should probably be going. Maybe third, but I, I think second, I think well, if he, he gets he- to the third, it's a steal. Yeah, he's wide receiver number seven right now. So, um, yeah. It's, That's the thing. It's wide receivers chance. are so deep. He probably does get to the third, doesn't he? Yeah, it looks like he'll, you'll be able to get him in the third, third round. Maybe some people will pick him up earlier now since you're yeah. so high on him. 
Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Wide receiver is so deep. I somehow never end up getting them in any of my uh, any of my mocks. But I think I'm waiting longer on wide receivers than a lot of people. I think there's just so yeah. many good wide receivers. It's ridiculous. So, so are you are you the type that um, this year are going to be or you, if you don't want to give away your strategy, that <laughs> yeah. some people yeah, some people it. draft, you know, go running back, running back heavy and they think like yourself and and you know wait for the wide receivers i almost always go into a draft wanting to do running back running back but i will say every draft it's you're more than anything you're playing a value game and you're playing the draft so you might want to go running back running back but you your first round seventh pick and somehow michael thomas falls to you what are you going to do? Are oh, you really God. going to take Joe Mixon over Michael Thomas? No. <laughs> so, I, you know, you got to read the draft. I'm a value drafter more than anything. I just don't yeah. know how much value is in wide receivers. You got a bu- you had a bunch of injuries last season, didn't you? Oh, my God, I did. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. decimated last year. And I play in two leagues, and I would, they both leagues I got absolutely decimated. And Juju uh, was a total bust. Uh, Antonio Brown... I have completely goes down. Carry uh, on Johnson, I bet on. And I also got punished for drafting Joe Mixon because I took yeah. him in both and no one, he didn't work at all, which maybe he does work this year. I think I would take him in the second. I'm not taking him in the first, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, he's high, he's high on the list for running backs as well. It's hard because it's so flat on running backs, but then you look at good QB, I mean, good wide receivers, and you see like uh, just a litany of of names. Mike. How about Evans. Marvin Jones? Oh, Marvin Marvin Jones is an example of why I end up never getting Galladay because you can get Marvin Jones in like oh. a ridiculously low round, like a ninth, tenth round pickup or something insane, and he is absolutely absolutely capable of being having the best stats on the lions next year no he he probably won't but i think what he will have is like a jarvis landry level of second stats or like uh that charger uh mike williams something like that um or even i he is a perfect example of a wide receiver too mm-hmm. on on your roster. He can be your second wide receiver every week. He'll get you and yeah, the like what 10 points, points, 12 points. Yeah. yeah. He totally yeah. will because he's gonna get those targets. And then uh you can get him so much later. And That's there's cool. he's not the only one wide receiver like that. Like those other guys I just named, uh the Bears have a guy. Well, when we get to that, Anthony Miller, who's just like that too. And it's like, there is a lot of wide receiver value this year. Amendola to cap off the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a slot wide receiver who can uh, occasionally have a big game. So if if you're trying, you could pick him off the waivers for like a bye week and he might might be pretty decent. I don't think I'd really draft him, but he's not the worst 14th pick you know right he's i mean he's 34 years old he's uh you know on the tail end of his career but he's he's tough man he's one of those tough slot receivers that that gets open all the time he's like uh julian edelman 
totally similar. To- totally similar. I'm really big on Edelman now, though, this season because, like, who else is Cam going to throw it to? Right. Absolutely. Like, Harry, come on. Um, do you like uh, uh, any of the uh, tight ends like Hawkinson, uh, Jesse? It, it, it I'll say this. I think, year, right? I think Hawkinson is the only tight end I would consider drafting in the entire NFC North. <laughs> I, think, I think the tight ends are bad in the mm-hmm. NFC North. Um, I wouldn't take – I would not be comfortable starting Hawk every week. Uh, right. I – He's, he's got a ton of talent, but he just hasn't been consistent enough. And having a boom-bust tight end is just really frustrating. Um, that's what he is right now. Whether or not I he becomes a consistent, you know? Yeah. I have to agree with you. It's yeah. like putting Sammy Watkins in your tight end slot. You get 10 yards. Yeah, you get one <laughs> catch for 10 yards one week and then seven Three catches for 180. Three touchdowns and you're like, what? Yeah. Uh, but he's actually sadly the best of them. Um, he's probably the best bench player. Um, yeah, he's a great second tight end. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's the thing that you have like two tight ends to even get him. It's like I'm not I'm not doing two tight ends. Right. Uh, tight end is a weird one too, though, because uh, you got you got a couple guys who I think are totally worth it. Kittle, uh, didn't you you crushed on Kittle one year? Um, yeah, that was yeah. I think that was our first year. I picked up Kittle. Oh my God, yeah. Kittle is Kittle's so good. You got Kittle and Kels, uh in this like tier of their own kind of thing, and then yeah, After it's that, kind it's of a, a crap shoot. bag. Yeah, it's yeah. like you got no idea. It's Absolutely. just kind of a mess. And then I would have. I don't even think I'm not. I could see. I bet there are a lot of drafts going on where Hawk doesn't get picked up at all. And I've seen a few of those. So I I don't think Hawk is a must draft tight end. Like, I don't think he needs to be in, not on the waivers. But I do think you need to pick up Hawk before you pick up, uh, what, Jimmy Graham? Or he didn't he go to the uh, Bears or something? He went to Chicago, yeah. Chicago, yeah. <laughs> I mean. So, Hawkins is, uh, he's a tight end number 10. Yeah, he's right there. Um, That's funny. Yeah. So, he, I mean, he he's right there. He, you know. Um, and he's on the COVID nineteen list, but he'll likely get off. Like, like you said, he'll probably get off. It's like <laughs> every line, like, every line. Yeah. We're trying herd immunity. <laughs> Such a disaster. Yeah, I bet. I bet you are secretly. Yeah. The government's using the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What's the least valuable set of elite athletes on the planet?" And someone immediately was like, "The Lions." <laughs> They were like, no, no, no. We need someone who, if they died, no one would notice. And they were like, yeah, the Lions. The Lions. We got it. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Um, oh. The Lions have the number 16 ranked O-line that's right, right in the middle, middle of the pack. Yeah. Yep. So they have some protection for uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, they're, they're looking like a six-and-a-half win team in the north. That sounds right to me. Uh, here, yeah. I'll pull up their schedule real quick. I'll just blitz through it. Um, let's see. Bears, probably a lot. They'll, they'll get one against two out of three of their division opponents. We're not going to sweep any of them, but we always get one or two. We know how to play right. them. Bears, pa- Bears, one of those is win, one of those is a loss. Packers, I think we get swept on. Cardinals, we can do it. 
we we're not better than them, but we could win it. Saints right. and Lions loss. Jaguars again. You, you they think they got, Yeah. This could be one of those years where the Lions start off looking like they're going to be okay, and then they crash. So, so you, you think you can beat the you'll beat the Bears? Yeah, we're. I'm not sure if we'll beat them out out of the gate because of all the COVID, but right. <laughs> but uh, we'll. I think we we get one on the Bears. We we okay. tend to. I I think the Bears' offense is still pretty anemic too, so it's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be a real boring game. Fourteen ten. Hey, Matthew Prater though, he'll do good in that game. Kicker, Lions kicker. Goals, all right. He's totally he's totally worth it. He can kick some. I I don't think he's like Kansas City's kicker or anything, but he's the secret sauce that week, huh? Yeah. He he's something. Right. He'll work. Uh, right. Yeah, six seems about right is what I'd say. But last thing on the lines, Matthew Stafford, steal, total total steal. I'm seriously considering it. Uh, you can get him almost at the very end of the draft. Talking rounds twelve, thirteen, you can get him real late, and he has the he absolutely has the potential to be a top five. He's not going to be better than. Uh, He's not going to be the best, but he 100% could have like a better version of the Jameis Winston season where he just airs it out nonstop and posts some dumb numbers. Well, I hope I mean, he stays on the field, man. That's, that's yeah. the big thing for him. Yeah, that's, is. that is keep the him big on challenge. the field. That is yeah. the real big challenge. Let's keep him on the field. I like it. So next, next on the list, coming in third in the NFC North, I've got the Bears, and they're the first. They, I think, could vie for a playoff slot. I don't want to say they'll get it, but they're they're out there, you know. Um, they have a great defense, and they have an offense that can run plays. So, that's they they have a running back. I guess their their offense isn't great. Uh, although because their offense is so bad, you do get a good wide receiver out of it because they're gonna. I think they're gonna have to throw it a lot. And okay, uh, so let, let's let's. I'll, I'll run through the uh, the skill positions real quick. Uh, at quarterback, we got Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. I have a feeling Nick Foles is gonna be starting. I think uh, so too. I think uh-huh. so too. Oh, I was just and gonna then, stay away from it, like. Why would why do you want a part of that? If you're partaking either of them, what are you doing? Are you in like an 18 man <laughs> league? Like, who, stay away. There's no right. reason. For 18, it. Yeah, right. No one um, needs them. They'll be on the waiver if that's what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, uh, they will at, absolutely be on the waiver. So at running back, you have David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. Um, yeah. Wide receiver one, you have Allen Robinson. Wide Star. receiver two, Anthony Miller. Wide Value. receiver three, Ted Ginn. Exists. Uh, tight end Jimmy Graham. And for those that love the kicker, Eddie Pinero <laughs> or Ramir. Ramir so, I'm, I'm one of those get rid of the kicker guys. I, I, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Last year, I want to get rid of the defense after New England. No, I love the defense. <laughs> yeah, they, I bet they, you love it. I bet you love yeah, the defense. They won me some weeks, man. New England. Good God. That was yeah. disgusting. They were so good. They were way too good in the beginning. That was so so. They were ridiculously good. They were scoring thirty. They were yeah. They legitimately were like the best. They were the best uh, like position player to have. Yeah. Yeah, my team. Yeah. It was obscene. 
Um, first thing with the Bears is Allen Robinson. Uh, he's a star. Um, he's going, I, I think, right around that Galladay range, so probably like late second, early third. Um, and He's he wide receiver number 10, yep. Yep, and he's one of the reasons why when you point to like, wow, this wide receiver class is so deep, everyone's going to have a wide receiver one that's putting out basically the same numbers. Anthony Miller's another example of it. Uh, phenomenal. Um, the second best player you can draft that is related to the Chicago Bears, I think, is the Bears defense. <laughs> and like, oh, draft okay. them late. Don't get them till like the second to last round. Don't get me wrong. Or like, do yeah. that thing where you like try and jump them by two. But I think they're a top five D. I, I think they're consistent. I would start them every week, regardless of matchup. And normally I'm streaming defenses. But mm -hmm. if I could get the Bears in the second to last round, I would take them. Give myself a mm -hmm. piece of mind, some peace of mind. Plus, they play the Lions week one. We suck. We're not going to do anything. <laughs> That's good what strategy. A good, what a good week one for them. Yeah. Uh, no, Lions can light you up on the pass. They still lose, but they can light you up. So, who else okay. we got? Anthony Miller? David Montgomery. Oh, yeah, the backfield. Um, or Tariq Cohen. You like any of them? P PPR uh, Cohen starts to catch up way more than you would think. Montgomery is obviously like the back who's going to get the majority of the carries. Uh, he's going to get the end zone carries. He's going, he's the better running, but he's the better like at running between the tackles kind of running back, but um, he can't catch. He can't catch and Cohen's going to catch and they're going to give it to both of them. Uh, I don't – I really don't think David Montgomery put up enough stats, though, for me to really like him. I mm. think he is in that below Chris Carson, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell range. Like that – There, there's that, like, second wave of running backs. He's under that for me even. So right. I'm, I'm not big on him. I don't have – I haven't done, like, my – I haven't – written out in it, my rankings to just have them but i i would have them like around 30 i bet like i'm getting them right before i get the committee backs i'm not i'm not huge on them and then i have cohen at the top of the like uh you're not a starting back really but you might have some utility kind of thing <laughs> like so, a good flex depending on the matchup yeah i i, I wouldn't yeah i would be upset if he was my third running back uh, in my th my first flex player my first I think everyone's first flex pretty much is going to be a wide receiver in this draft uh, but he he has he has some use he has some use I don't hate Cohen if you get him like what eight not round eight nine I don't later yeah you later. can you can get, get him, him yeah in much later rounds get him much later, later rounds he's uh, he overall catch. going like one 171 Okay, good. Um, so that, that makes that's, make Yeah, that's on the, he's on the wire. He's like running that makes back way 49. more sense. Good. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. 49 sounds exactly right. Right. And then I would, so, I really would put Montgomery like 30 or something. People are going to draft Montgomery too high in some leagues. And the same thing is true about their tight end, Jimmy Graham. Don't do it. He was good like four years ago when he had Drew Brees throwing to him. Now he has Mitch Trubitsky and no offensive line. Don't do it. It's not going to work. Speaking of the offensive lines, uh, it's ranked number 25. So they're on the bottom uh, so third bad. of the 
yeah, they're further the reason why not to get Montgomery. Um, and it, it does show you, though, uh, um, why Allen Robinson is so good, though, because they're going to have to unload that ball. Um, right. But, yeah, I I am not big on almost any part of the Bears' offense except for their wide receivers, who I think there's good value in both of them. And the running backs, if you get you can if you can get get them at the right price, sure. Maybe they have like a stink on them because they're on the Bears' offense. I would never draft their QBs. I would never draft Jimmy Graham. I'm I'm just not having them on my roster. Period. Yeah, he's probably a, another one of those uh, wire waiver wires that you could pick up maybe for a buy if the matchup is good. You know, if they're playing like I don't know oh, who, yeah. who was terrible against tight ends last Denver. season. Denver was, was terrible Denver. last year. I, was it yeah. Cincinnati also? Or no, Cleveland. Yeah, wasn't Cleveland Cincinnati, I think. Well, Cincinnati was terrible against offense. <laughs> yeah. <Period. laughs> they, were, yeah. they had serious issues with the forward pass. But, right. <laughs> but, um, okay, but so yeah. that's enough about the Bears, man. Yeah, that is so, enough so, about the Bears. So that's where uh, me and you kind of differ. I have the Bears coming in last. Hey, so, I like um, it. Yeah. Here yeah, we go. Coming in last. You should have told me I'm that in the beginning. I would have gotten stoked. You have the Lions at three. I love it. I got the – well, you know, I, I even – I might have them even higher than that. I'm yeah, like let's go. Detroit beat Vikings. <laughs> I'm for it. Maybe Packers. I, Packers, we'll get to that. But, yeah, rank up Detroit. Okay, we will so surprise who, you some now. Every now who and then. Yeah, I just don't think the Bears have – their offense is just, no. you know, terrible. They don't know how to use David Montgomery. He's a talent – he is a talented back that plays behind a bad offensive line, that plays behind bad quarterback play. What's um, that, Kenyon had... Drake? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying like, to think of it now. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then he goes you, you know, into you go Arizona to a and team. lights it up. Yeah. Lights it up, man. Yeah. So even Tariq that's... Cohen, uh, he's, a, he's a great PPR back. Um, and that's kind of who, who kind of shined last season because Trubisky couldn't throw past past his face yeah. really um, oh my god he so. couldn't that's not Foles's issue that's for right. sure Foles has a lot of issues but it's not not throwing it enough he'll th- he'll bomb it yeah he, he has he does have that big arm his one year yeah, was I've, like basically being a statistical anomaly on big passes right but, yeah with the eagles mm-hmm. yeah when he like posted that super good QB rating and everyone thought he was good I thought he was good mm-hmm. and that was like nah he just had like a slightly higher deep pass catch rate like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, I got Chicago Bears. The Bears coming in last. Well, okay. So who do you have coming in? Uh, in I second I, place. I really, really, really wanted to say I felt like it would be the Packers as second because I hate them. But okay. the thing is, the Packers went thirteen and three. Like thirteen exactly. That's my. It's point, ridiculous. My they gotta be first. They gotta be first. They. That's it's way too point, good of a season. Friend. It's way too good. And then you look at it. You're like, okay, well, what's bad on them? It's not the defense. The defense is great. And then you go, yeah. okay, well, the offense. How's the running back? He was a top three running back in fantasy last year. Mm-hmm. Now I think he's gonna fall, for sure. I do think mm-hmm. he's gonna fall, but he's gonna be a top ten running back. And then you go, okay, mm-hmm. well, then how's their quarterback? It's Aaron Rodgers, who yes. He's regressed, but he's not regressed to thirteen and three. Yeah, yeah. It's so I got Vikings as two. I guess we should go into the Vikings. All right, let's go into the Vikings. Vikings, uh, they could uh, that the Vikings and the Packers make the NFC North an actual division because either one of them could go to the Super Bowl. Um, 
the Vikings have a fantastic defense, an amazing defense, and uh, they have a extremely boring offense that can score you a lot of fantasy points if you draft Cook. That mm-hmm. is how I would describe them. Okay, so yeah, uh, that's that's their number one running back, Dalvin Cook. Then you got Alexander Madison at the two. Yep. Um, you also have Kirk Cousins at the running back posi- uh, quarterback position. Um, It'd be hard to tell Adam- if he was a quarterback or a running back some some weeks. With <laughs> yeah, the, with that, you know? yeah, with that line. Then you have uh, Adam like Thielen passes. because Stephon Diggs is gone. Yeah. Uh, you have Justin Jefferson, uh, Kyle Rudolph at the tight end one position. And they, they use a, a double tight end uh, uh, package sometimes with Herb Smith. They do, um, and I'm glad you pointed out because that's that's important when talking about their wide receiver, their second wide receiver. Okay. Um, their second so wide receiver. Uh, he's he played. Jefferson. He's a slot. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. He's a slot wide receiver, and the Vikings don't play in the slot. And like maybe well, they're going to change up their entire offense up, but he people are overranking him. He's going to be in a different position than he ever is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I. He is not going to put up like Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen numbers. I, I just don't think he is because that's not the role he filled. And mm-hmm. it does not appear that the Vikings are going to be switching to some high flying three wide receiver set anytime soon. No, so. they're going to, they're, they're number one. Um, pri- their first priority, I should say, is going to be running the ball with Dalvin Cook. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And then what you'll get is Kirk Cousins doing those super safe passes to Thielen. I think Thielen's a great wide receiver. He's Mm -hmm. at a minimum, at a minimum, one of the best wide receiver twos. Uh, If not, he's a wide receiver one. I probably got him at like 17 or something around there. I haven't done my numbers yet, but that sounds about right to me. 18 maybe. It's Wide receiver, as yeah, he's wide receiver twenty-one uh, in and number forty-four overall. So you're not yep. you're not too far off. Yep. Um, he has yeah, potential. But you know what? Go ahead. Oh, I just he has he has potential to be higher. He has a decent ceiling, but yeah, I would I would put him at wide receiver too. If he's your right. second wide receiver, you're doing real good. Yeah, the only problem is he, it's his the offense always goes through Dalvin Cook, so. Um, like you said, you know, how many passes is he going to throw? Is he going to throw yeah. 10? Or is yeah, he sir, throw that's an 30? actual stat from Kirk Cousins. He threw 10 passes <laughs> in a game. Right. That last is season? wild. Yeah, yeah. Last season, he threw 10 passes. Um, that's I think, like I think, high school, JV high school QB numbers. Was that the game Stefan Diggs came out and started uh, yelling and complaining about Adam Thielen? Oh, I bet. That would make sense. That'd right. make a ton of sense. I wonder how Diggs is going to be in Buffalo. I really wonder. I don't know where to place him. Um, I yeah, think someone that's an might interesting get a steal. one. Someone you also might have John Brown there. Yeah, I love John Brown. I had I had yeah. him. Uh, I had him last year. I loved him. He was real good. It's just Josh Allen. Um, I think that his stats, as far as throwing the ball uh, any further than twenty-five yards, <laughs> I think his <laughs> completion is is very yeah. low. That's so, the um, issue. That's yeah. the issue. You go, oh, I don't, I don't really love who's throwing it. Right, yeah. and and you know what, Josh Allen isn't isn't too bad of a quarterback as far as fantasy goes. So, yeah, uh, he might get you those points. They call him the uh, poor man Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right? about right. That sounds yeah. exactly about right. Um, so Kirk Cousins, you Th- shouldn't draft. 
Don't draft okay. Kirk Cousins for the record. Don't don't you if you look at his QB rating or something, you'll be like, his numbers are fine. No, no. He will have game he will literally lose you games because he just <laughs> won't exist. And then you'll be like, Oh wow, that really sucks. My QB gave me four points. And it's like, yeah, you know who won't do that? Um, ben Roethlisberger. He'll do a lot of bad things, but he's not gonna give you four points. Right. Fantasy don't game, right? Don't draft Cousins. Don't draft him. No, he's a waiver wire. He's a quarterback yeah. number. It's, uh, I, did they see 12? No, 22. Oh. He's quarterback oh, okay, number good. 22. I was yeah. going to say 12 so high on him. There number might be two. a week. There might be a week where he's really good. Like, what's the best run D in the NFL? Like, the Bills or something? I don't know. In They're the at- NFL, run D, Tampa Bay. Oh, let's go. I still don't know if that's true, though, because we also had the worst passing D. So I really wonder yeah. if we just have the best run D because no, no one ever did. ran it. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, why would I run it? They only have one quarterback. Actually, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Our, the best run D is the 49ers. Yeah. And the number two is the, is the Bucks. The 49ers are such a busted team. Ah, I love the they, they absolutely could win it. They absolutely wow. could win it. That's and wouldn't team. it be the storybook Super Bowl? Oh yeah. The forty right? Where who do you want him up against? Who do you want him up against? The Chiefs again? Like a rematch? No, the Bucks. Oh. Brady versus Garoppolo. Oh my God. Bucks and my Bucks forty ers NFC NFC Conference Championship. The reason I wouldn't like that is because I would be scared for the Bucks. I have a lot uh, of. I think the Bucks are very good, and I just don't. The the 49ers, like they will. I thought they were going to beat KC. I really did because they have a way of like imposing their game plan on you. You know. Right. Right. They go like, uh, but, but they didn't. Was... Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! It just they did. San Francisco did not pull it off at all. They just got eaten alive. Andy Reid. Yeah. That's a, that was a tough. I, I don't want to talk about that game. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, man, that that would be a, a tough one. The toughest game I ever had to watch um, was when the Lakers, my Lakers, yeah, played the Bulls in the NBA Finals because Michael Jordan was my favorite. Uh, NBA player, uh, yeah, uh, NBA player, and the Lakers is my my team um, that I grew up watching. So that was like a tough, emotionally yeah. tough game for me to watch. Yeah, this would be a very tough game for me to watch right now. I think that's um, a really good analogy because the I feel that Patrick Mahomes might be mm-hmm. like a Jordan esque figure, and we're just oh. we're watching the beginning of it, and what we're about to watch is a quarterback who is just so much better than literally everyone before him. And we're just going to be like, well, I thought Tom Brady was the best. I thought Magic Johnson was the greatest, but I clearly, he is not clearly it's this guy. And he should, I I feel like, yeah, yeah. I wonder, I think Mahomes is, his talent. His career. You think he's going to get six? I mean, you you got Brady has six, man. I could, I right now it would be too early to like make that prediction, so I won't. It's um, tough. Because I acknowledge the NFL it's, it's is just one way of the too hardest, early. But yeah, the NFL is one of the hardest uh, sports to win, even a back-to-back championship. I would say this: I would expect Mahomes to win at least one more in the next uh, 
three or four years for sure. And I don't think that's too crazy of a take. I think you're slowly going, as he racks them up, I, I would reconsider that though, because I, I think he has a lot of talent. But like you said, the NFL is insane. Peyton Manning got two. Aaron Rodgers got one. One, yeah. And hopefully it'll stay that way. And Brady, man, he's the GOAT. Oh, yeah. Brady could get seven. I, Brady could absolutely win it with Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's offense looks scary. And I have no idea where to draft Gronk. And I've just accepted <laughs> that he's not going to be on my team because someone's going to pick him up in the fourth. And there's nothing I'm going to do about it. So, yeah, that'd be a really bad draft. Yeah, he goes. Right. He goes. He he's ranked like in the like eighth or ninth or tenth round. But you look at him and you're like, this dude might he might tear it up again. And then we should all feel. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to do with Gronk. Right. Who else we got on the Vikings? Delvin Cook is amazing. We didn't really say it enough. You could draft him as high as second, and I wouldn't blame you at all. Um, wow. Really. I, he's Number not my two? RB two. He's, he's not, not my either. RB, but he is. Uh, he is right there in my not Christian McCaffrey, but still very, very good tier. And Here, here's a tough one for you. Would you draft Dalvin Cook or Michael Thomas? That's really tough. And I think that's the big question a lot of people are asking. I'm probably sell I'm probably siding on Cook, honestly. If you're if I got like that pick four or five in the draft and you're looking at it and you're like wonder what way he's going. The issue is as good as Mike is, and he is that good. Uh, there's just not the many running backs. So I get scared. I get scared that I'm going to draft Mike Thomas and then my running backs will be like, <laughs> jo- like Josh. Jones. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, <laughs> Good God. It gets so bad so quickly. There's a couple <laughs> good God. It gets bad. It does. I don't know. There's a couple the steals. Fournette's, Fournette might be good. Fournette might be a total steal. I don't know why he's going. So I love Fournette. He's going so low, and it's like, dude, are you kidding me? He's a workhorse back. He's gonna he got get me 15 to 20 points every week in and out with no touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He is, if, you're, if you do the Mike Thomas plus another wide receiver or Mike Thomas plus a tight end or Mike Thomas plus Lamar Jackson because you're wild, um, yeah, you should be looking at Fournette. You should really be looking at Fournette. And what's uh, Pittsburgh, James Conner? James Conner, right. Yeah, someone, someone like Johnson. that. Yeah, David Johnson. Yeah, exactly. You need someone who isn't projected to be top 10 to, like, kind of force their way in there. And right. those guys could do it. Uh, right, are we missing anyone? Their tight ends are bad. Don't draft their tight ends. Yeah, they'll both be on the waiver wire. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're ranked with the uh, offensive line is number 19. So this wow. is one of those cases where their offensive line isn't that great. I mean, it's the second tier. Uh, Lower well, than I thought. Lower than I the, thought. Yeah, the the bottom tier of the league, but still a little bit better than most. Um, I sound like Trump, right? Oh, they're a little, <laughs> a little Some people have told me they're great. <laughs> Many people have. Told they're, they're better than most. <laughs> my my friends have told me they are great. Oh my god! Yeah, so that I think that basically does Minnesota, right? Right. right. To the the unfortunate NFC North champions right now. Okay. See, so I have Detroit at number two. Really? I, I love this. Yes. yes. Keep it like that. Let's go. 
Yeah, I Let's just feel go. like uh, Detroit uh, Detroit's offense is is a lot better. It's a lot deeper. Oh, it's a good yeah. offense. Yeah, yeah, they're running back, and they got you know they did lose Darius Slay, but they did uh, pick up um uh, his his name's J- oh this, yeah uh, yeah the first pick the third yeah I don't even know it. yeah yeah third pick of the draft um. That guy was – I was really happy with that pick, too. I thought they were going to mess it up. Jeff Okadua? Okadua? Jeff Okadua, yeah, yeah. Um, only, only because uh, they, I feel like they just went younger at that position. Yeah. Um, yeah, so their defense got a little bit, you know, younger, a little bit faster. Um, I so think Patricia's a like, good defensive mind, too. I really do yeah. think that. Yeah, from the New England Patriots, uh, he, yeah. he knows that system well. Um, so Matt Stafford, man. Just that's the only thing. He has to stay healthy. Yeah. He if he healthy, does, he can be. He can be scary. If he does. I have him at yes. I have. I, I believe Detroit beat Green Bay um, twice last season, didn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think it's one. I think no, it's one because well, here's what happened. We beat them twice, but the refs decided we only beat them once. Um, or did we lose the second game? We may have lost the second game. We may not beat them at all. The first game against them was the most upset I was, was all season. Uh, it was three or four absolutely insane calls. I know like everyone says that. I'm telling you, it's different with Detroit. We have just this history of, <laughs> I don't know. It's so upsetting. Kurt, it's hard. It's, a, it's hard it's being a, a Detroit dome. Lions fan. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we lost both times. Yeah, the second one was close, but the first one's the upsetting one. The what, first what, one, oh my, there, there was not only uh, a couple drive extensions, there was, uh, there was also plays like all throughout the fourth quarter getting bad calls so they not it's i don't want to relive so, it too much it's all right yeah. so what's worse being a detroit lions fan or cleveland browns fan oh oh you know what it it probably is being a cleveland brown fan i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it actually probably is worse being a browns fan now that they also went zero and 16 um right but it's it's close i i think it's the like browns it is tougher to be a browns fan I, I, I'll, I'll say that, and I'll give that to Kevin, unfortunately. This, this is actually their second go-around at being uh, Cleveland Browns fans and still not yeah. doing very well. Yeah, that's the most brutal part about the Browns, is you have to watch your team, what was your team, be good. <laughs> you have to watch <laughs> the Ravens win multiple <clears throat> Super Bowls, knowing, knowing that they were you. Right. It's, it is not only they leave your city, they left your city to great it success. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's like your ex was like, it's like watching your ex on the, at the Oscars. It's insane. <laughs> right. it's insane. You just, great comparison. I love it. It's so, oh my All right. God. So let's, let's stop talking about terrible teams. Yeah. And move on to someone who's <laughs> guaranteed. Number one. Right. And yeah. I'm with you on this one, man. I, they just, you know, give Aaron Rodgers so much crap and he he only went 13 and 3. He only lost 3 games last season. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think he's a to- I think one, 
Um, while I wouldn't draft him like right away, he is absolutely a quarterback you should consider. You should want on your fantasy team if you got the if you've got your wide receivers and your running back and your tight end filled. Look for it. Maybe not even your tight end. You might not need your tight end. You might not even need your flex. You probably want it though. Um, he's he's worth drafting. He's absolutely worth drafting. Uh, and yeah, he hasn't had a uh, like a ridiculous season in a while, but he's still he is still very consistent. The only thing that hurts me a little four thousand yards, twenty six yeah. touchdowns, only four interceptions. Um, he ran for one touchdown. Um, I mean, yeah, he's had he yeah he's just had that's it four thousand yards. I don't understand how they draft love. I do not get it. I don't get it at all. But yeah, no, I mean, he, they must have seen something in him like they saw in Aaron Rodgers, yeah, when um Barb was there, um, and they couldn't pass him up. But yeah, I agree that the one position they needed help with, they didn't draft. I would be so pissed if I was Rodgers seeing right. all those good wide receivers and then to watch your team trade up for love. I right. don't even, he's been vocal about it too, where he said, like, he doesn't think he ends his career in a Packers jersey. It's wild. It's wild. Okay. Wild that they, it's gone down that way, um, because he is still phenomenal. The only danger in drafting him is that he can sometimes be kind of like Kirk Cousins now, like where he's really mm-hmm. efficient and good for the game, but he's not mm-hmm. good for your fantasy team. Uh, right. Rare. So that's he. You can actually start him. Don't start Kirk Cousins, but it's just one of those things to keep in mind. Like Brady. Brady's the good mm-hmm. comparison for Brady's the actual Rogers comparison. They're very similar. And I, I thought I started Brady uh, a ton last year. I loved him. He was totally. Worth yeah. It. Yeah. Um, and then you have running back at the running back position. You have Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams backing him up. Yeah. I wouldn't draft Jamal Williams probably at all, but I mm-hmm. would draft Aaron Rodgers in the first. All right. Sorry. Aaron Jones in the first round. I think, yeah, I like, uh, I'm high on Aaron Jones too. Yeah, I think I think he's totally draftable at the the tail end of the first. Um, he's gonna regress a little bit uh, if like he would. <laughs> he was, I think, running back number three. It may have even been number two. It was stupidly high for total points last year. He's not gonna be that good, I don't think, uh, because it he got way more touchdowns than he was really had a right to. Um, yeah, he, he averaged one touchdown a game. Um, yeah. It, but that, I, I think it was like, uh, there was this one game he had like four in one game. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there. And then something like that happens. It messes with the stats a bit, but he's still a top 10 back. And he could mm-hmm. be your RB1 if you're not fortunate enough to draft in the first few uh, spots. He was my RB1 last season. I'm hoping to get him again this season. I, yeah. I'm hoping he drops a little bit more. And you know, um, I'm when did you get them last get season draft wise? Last season, I picked up Aaron Jones. Geez, I don't remember. Um, I think I he was like my he was probably my second. You got he wasn't my RB1. Right? Yeah, my RB1 was Alvin Kamara. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah. I mean, phenomenal. I, I'm dra- definitely drafting Kamara again, but. Um, so I had Aaron Jones. You would just have thought he would have done a little better. 
RB2. And then when uh, Kamara went out, Aaron Jones yeah. uh, took his spot. And then Kamara became like my RB2. Yep. Yeah. So and I, I, I still, Kamara still had a pretty decent year all around, right? Just not like the year you you were hoping and the year he's probably no. gonna get this year. No. But I like I like uh players like Kamara, Aaron Jones, yeah. um, James White, those players that just give you consistent fifteen. I like those first two. Points. I will never draft a New England back again. I refuse. I'm so done. James White had so a good done. season last year again. I don't care how good of a season it is. I'm not <laughs> drafting him. I'm not drafting Joe Mixon. If you're right behind me in the draft and you want Joe Mixon and you see him and you're like, oh, no, don't worry. Don't you worry at all. I talk all about value drafting. I don't. Nope. Not drafting Joe Mixon. Not drafting White. Not drafting yeah. Sonny Michelle, even if he some, somehow comes back. They got Damian Harris, too. That backfield's too full. I don't want any Damian. part of it. No, Damian Harris is with the Chiefs. Oh, oh the I'm sorry, other Damian, Damian Williams. I'm sorry. Damian yeah, yeah, Williams. Damian Harris. He was with the Chiefs. They got yeah, him from right. the Chiefs. It's right. They have way too many people. They got Burkhead. I'm done with them. I'm done right. with them. Bill Chuck is going to give <laughs> each one of them three carries. It's very upsetting. <laughs> okay, and the receivers, we have uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Alan Lazard, Marquise MBS, Marquise Valdez, Valdez yeah. Scantling. Uh, they also have like uh, Jake Kummerow, Devin Funches, Equinemore. Equ- Funches is out. Funches opted out, unfortunately. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's Equinemius St. Brown. <laughs> it's MVS or uh, it's MVS or La- uh, Laser Lazard for uh, the second. Laser Lazard. The, right. the question is because Devontae Adams is obviously amazing. He's great. He could be your wide receiver one. He will get in the top 10. He might not be like wide receiver two. A lot of people think he will be. A lot of people think he might be wide receiver one. Um, but I, he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver. He's going to, you're going to get your value there. You'll be happy you drafted him almost always, uh, unless he gets like injured or something. Uh, the question is who's going to be their second wide receiver? And I don't know the answer to that. It's it's yeah. it's gonna be MVS or Lazard. I feel Lazard is who I side with. Okay. Um, yeah, Lazard is a big back. He's a big boy, right? He's one of those tall, uh, one of those taller backs. Um, I think he's what he. What is his stats? Um, God, I, I saw something weird too, where they were saying that MVS really isn't the second contender, but I I kind oh, of find okay. that hard to believe. Um, there were, yeah. they were saying like, it's, uh, MVS is going to be like the fourth or fifth option on the team or something. Um, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I would draft, I would draft Lazard, uh, Lazard as the second wide receiver on that team. I would draft him in that, like, I like six to 10 round seven, I guess round seven to 10 range where like, there's going to be a million good wide receiver twos. Yeah, I probably wouldn't even uh, draft him. I, 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 you could probably get him off the wires, to be honest. Oh, God, that's value. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's some good value. If you can get him off yeah. wires, get him. I guess round seven is way too early for him, the more I think about it. Um, but Yeah, he, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, receivers. Yeah, um, right, because round seven, Marvin Jones is there. Marvin Jones is so much better money than him. Like, yeah, you know he's uh, going, going overall 140. 
exactly. You're there looking it is. At it, 14, oh round my god. 14. Okay, so don't yeah, yeah, don't even draft him like round 13, 14. There it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marvin Jones is so much better value. Same with Anthony Miller. Um, he's the third best second wide receiver option in the AFC North. That's my sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm Lazard. <laughs> okay. And it's funny because uh, their offensive line is ranked number eight. So uh, there you go. Well, good argument for Aaron Jones to have a good good year again. Seriously. Um, yeah, I think he'll have that, a great year. Yeah. It's just funny not, that the – Oh, just not last year is all. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is that the, they're the best team in the NFC North, and they probably have the least amount of, you know, fantasy players, like at the skill positions that you want to draft. Um, they've got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. After that, it yeah. kind of falls off. Their Top tight end is, uh, yeah, Jay Sternberger, yeah, um, Mercedes Lewis it. from Jacksonville. Yeah, so no tight ends there. They um, have three guys who are really draftable. Um, right. Minnesota has uh, – well, maybe – Minnesota, the difference is Thielen and Cook are just so much, like, hotter options when you think of them. Detroit is full of value. Detroit doesn't have as anyone as good though as Devin Cook, Delvin Cook. Right. Cook, I think, is the best player of all the ones we've named. Devontae yeah, I mean, Adams second. Th- to me, that's all they have right now. Really, is Cook and Thielen. Um, Justin Jefferson is, might be a good value in the late rounds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I, I, I totally acknowledge Jefferson could be. I'm wary of him, but I totally acknowledge he could be. Yeah, and that that's why I have them ranked below Detroit um, as far as, you know, um, rankings goes. Um, I think Detroit has a little bit more talent. It's a little bit deeper. I love um, it. I just – I'm so pessimistic with Detroit ever. You just watch them fail every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's You can't have hope every year. You can't do it. I just watch them as penance. That's my <laughs> penance in life. It's important that's to your have – your life it's important is so to good. experience You're... suffering. Yeah, exactly. It's like a stoic practice. Right? Go, ah, seen... life could be this bad. Have you ever seen that Netflix show? Um, oh, good. The, is it the Good Life? Oh, it's, it's... The Good Place. I love that one. The Good Place. Yeah. Oh my God, that's such a good show. That show is so. It when you look at the ads and stuff, it seems like it'll be this generic, boring show, and it's not. It's so it's clever and show. funny. Yeah, I love that show. And so basically, uh, this is your, you have to watch the Detroit Lions. Yeah. You're in heaven, but you have to watch the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah. Play yeah. And it's all that's on TV every Sunday. It's right. the Lions. All right. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, doing this with me, man. But before you yeah. go, I got to make sure that uh, um, I ask all, our, all, all the guests. So, who do you think is going to win the NFC this season? Who do you think is going to win the AFC this season? And who will come out victorious in the Super Bowl? So, this uh, okay. is your way too early Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Um, Chiefs in the AFC, because that's pretty obvious. And then uh, the NFC is going to be a super exciting playoffs. Very excited for that. And I've got to be a fan. Let's go Tampa. Let's see Tampa do it. Wow. Let's go. I'm calling it. I'm ready. Tampa's going to win the South. People are going to be like, wow, they're really serious. And then they're going to beat uh, – who, who would they even verse if they take second seed? 
do we second seed officially has to be in the wild card round now, right? Yeah, we have an extra wild card round. So messed up. Um, yeah, they're going to beat everyone. They're going to do great. They're going to beat the Packers. They're going to beat the 49ers back to back. And then people are going to realize they're legit. And then they'll beat the Chiefs too. And then Brady will show that he's better than Belichick. And, and Belichick. get number seven. Seven. And he'll have, he'll have more Super Bowls than any team. Wow. It's going to be amazing. That's and then Patrick ridiculous. Mahomes will win six in a row and become the new greatest. And we'll all be confused. <laughs> I love NFL it. That's prediction. All right, everybody. You heard that here first on your Football Hangouts podcast that Tom Brady is going to be the winner of 2021 NFL Super Bowl. Let's go. Oh, Very cool. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, fun doing it. Fun doing it every time. Yeah, we're going to get you back on here. Um, uh, we'll do like a pre-draft. Yeah. I'm all about podcast. it. I'm all about sounds it. Get good. Marlon on here. Let's go. We'll do Let's that. We'll do a three. Sounds good, man. Bye. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.